Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody out there listening, and welcome to Shouting Into the Void, our nerdy little podcast where we answer the hypothetical questions you never even knew that you had. My name is Mike. And I'm Cody. And this week's question is, which D&D alignment is your favorite Christmas cookie? Very good. That was also very meteorologist. Yep. More at six. More at six. <laughs> Back to you. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but before we can get into the body of the episode, we have to talk about business. <laughs> All right, I'm going to stop that. Um, Keep it tuned on the nines. <laughs> here at SITV95. It's not bad. That's what the that's what the reviews for the podcast say. It's not yeah, bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, if you want to help us go from not bad to great, uh, there are a few ways that you can support the podcast. Um, the first of those is, tell me to stop saying um. The second of those mm-hmm. is to like us on social media. Uh, if you're listening to this on whatever podcast service of your choice you're using, you can also go to any of the links in our link tree and follow the pod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, any social media like that. And if you can give us a like, a subscribe, a follow, a rating, a review, a comment, anything like that, we would really, really appreciate it. I think I didn't say share, so we'll say a share as well. Um, that helps us grow. That feeds the algorithm that gets us out in front of more people. And that lets us get discovered by people who might not otherwise find the pot. It helps the algorithm recommend it to people who would like it, things like that. The second way you can support the pod is through word of mouth. Find someone in your life that you think would enjoy it. Someone that's in that kind of cross-section of nerdy and comedy and pop culture that, you know, would enjoy listening to us laugh and bullshit about which Pokemon makes the best house pet or how do we kill Spider-Man or yeah, just generally things that don't matter. <laughs> right. Literally nothing that Cody and I have ever said on this podcast matters. <laughs> but find someone in your life that would enjoy it and share it with them. Friend, foe, coworker, parent, pet, anything like that. And and just, you know, put the headphones on your dog. Whatever. If they like it, maybe they'll listen. And that's the way we see listenership grow. The third and final way, if you have both the motive and the means to support us financially, is through the Patreon. Cody, hit him with the Patreon. Yeah, uh, we have a Patreon. You can head on over to patreon.com slash SITV and get some extra benefits. Uh, if you are you are a fan of ours, we have one tier over there. It's $5 a month. Uh, once you pledge your $5, you get access to a bonus episode that releases every week. They release on Fridays. Uh, they're about a half hour long, uh, half hour to 45 minutes, give or take. And uh, yeah, it's just casual over there. It's a lot of fun. And it's just some extra content of Mike and I talking about more things that don't matter, uh, but that matter to us. Right. So, um, if you're if you're kind of into these things, uh, you can head on over there. The first one uh, is free to listen. Like I said, it's just five dollars a month. Uh, give it a shot. And if you don't like it, feel free to let us know or uh, how we can improve or what we, what else we can do for you. We have a new patron, don't we? 
We do have a new patron. I was just about to get there. Uh, I uh, stole it. You did. I haven't, as of yet, I have not heard back from our friend. I did send him a message when he joined yesterday. Sure. Uh, as of this recording. But we have a new Patreon, Peter. Peter. Pete. Buddy. Welcome to the pod, my, my friend. I did ask him, too, and I reserve this. I asked him if he wanted to be referred to as Peter Peter, and he hasn't let us know. So it's all fair game. Everything's on the board right now. Sure. Well, Peter, <laughs> we're going off that as your screen name. Uh, let us know what you prefer to go by. Let us know uh, you know, if he is the correct way to refer to you. And let us know what sort of stuff you want to see both on the pod and on the Patreon episodes. A shout out to you. Kudos to you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us. We really, really appreciate not only all the patrons, but all the listeners as well. You all are what makes this pod happen. I know Cody and I have been talking, you know, because the money covers the cost of hosting and distributing the pod. And it also is going to go towards some things like equipment upgrades and things in the future. So, um, you know, probably it's a little bit like putting lipstick on a pig. You can only make my voice sound so less <laughs> shitty, but we'll try to find the limit of that. So yeah, <laughs> we'll... there's got to be an upper limit. Right. The limit does not exist. Um, <laughs> Fucking mean girl, sick mean girls reference, dude. <laughs> Would you believe I ain't even seen that movie? I haven't either. <laughs> but I know that's what it's from. Anyway, uh, so that's the Patreon. That's how you can support the pod. Thank you for listening. Uh, and now to the body of the episode itself. We're talking Christmas cookies and we're talking Dungeons and Dragons alignments. Now I'm going to get out ahead of everybody and I'm going to say we're going to hit Christmas cookies from the perspective, Cody, of a few of our favorites and our, you know, family traditional ones. Yeah, I'd argue few... we have a list of classics. We have a list of classics. And the other side of this is, I, you know, I'll be the first one to recognize that there are something like nine major religious and non-denominational holidays yeah. celebrated in like the last two months of the calendar year. Yep. Not mean to disregard any of them or say that any are more or less important than the others. Cody and I just happen to celebrate Christmas. It's kind of the way we were brought up. It's it's what we celebrate with our family. So that's the perspective we're coming at this from. If there's a holiday cookie on here that you also, you know, enjoy, it's not exclusive to Christmas. We don't want to no. you know, leave anybody out. Um and everybody's enjoyed one of these at an at a, at an office, I'm sure, or, or at sure. your workplace. Absolutely. Uh, just in general. Right. These are, uh, I, I've got a lit. Do you want to go over the alignments first or you want to go over our cookie list first? Well, let's, let's get to the alignment side because we've talked cookies just a little bit, but, okay. uh, so for those of you that do not play Dungeons and Dragons or have not, uh, alignment is basically if your character is a good guy, a bad guy, somewhere in between. Um, yeah, it's kind of their moral compass per se. Right, exactly. And it has two axes, much like a graph has an X and Y axis. There is a good and evil axis, and then there is a lawful and chaotic axis, right? So uh, good and evil is pretty self-explanatory. Yep. Um, good is selfless, looking out for people, trying to do the right thing. Uh, evil is selfish, trying to hurt others, trying to get ahead in the world, et cetera, et cetera. Now, lawful and chaotic, little tougher to describe, but it also kind of speaks for itself. Uh, chaotic, you know, 
doesn't really abide by any rules or laws, follows their own whims, charts their own course, can do whatever at any time for whatever reason. Much more, much more impulsive. Uh, Impulsive is a great way to describe it. Yeah, they uh, they don't have a binding set of ideals that dictate their actions. They kind of do whatever they feel in the moment for whatever reason that they determine. Right. Whereas lawful, that doesn't mean follows the letter of the law, like follows the the laws of the country they're in. Lawful means follows a, you know, whatever code or whatever sense of, you know, honor, justice, you know, they've got their own personal rules and they're not going to break them. Right. So like whether those happen to align with society or not is a different story. But most of your uh, Machiavellian uh, evil overlord type folks are going to be lawful evil. Yeah, they break the law. Yeah, they conquer people. Yeah, they mistreat people. But they've got a code and they're fucking organized. Yeah, and they're I mean, I'm lawful. I'm playing a lawful evil bard right now who, I mean, the only reason I, I pitched them as, as lawful is it's money. Money is king. If there's mm-hmm. a way for him to make more money, then he's going to do that. And that's Great. that's the deal. So, so well, it can be like anything, any guiding principle as simple as that, as long as it's like a steadfast right ideal for them yeah well and and a certain amount of it too is like not necessarily doing right by people but kind of settling up the the accounts the scores because your your bard is lawful evil but when the party has helped him or saved him he does return the favor like you know oh, he's, yeah. he's he's got he knows where the score is mm-hmm. you know he knows he knows who's who owes who what he keeps track of that shit <laughs> Um, so that's, that's a look at the lawful and chaotic and good and evil axis. So those combined together, there's three options for each. There's a neutral in the middle on each axis yeah, on each side. Yep. So we'll, we'll post it on the Instagram eventually just the axis so people can see it. But, um, just think a three by three set of boxes, just like mm-hmm. if you took a graph paper and you took three boxes wide by three boxes tall and. That's that's our chart right now. Cookies. Yeah. Cookies. All right. So we have nine boxes to fill with our alignments. So we have come up with nine different cookies. One of them still needs a little bit of tweaking, but we'll cross that bridge when we get there. I'll leave it for last. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, we have sugar cookies. Uh, that's right. Peanut butter. I called them peanut butter kisses, but they're peanut butter cookies with the... Hershey's Kisses planted in the middle. Big, big move right there. Yep. Uh, pecan snowballs. Those are the ones that are like kind of powder coated and yep. they're a little, they're always dry as a popcorn fart. Uh, <laughs> gingerbread cookies. Yep. Uh, pecan pralines. Rum balls. Mm-hmm. Shortbread cookies. Peanut brittle. And the one that we need to work on a little bit are peppermint cookies of some kind so sure i found uh, like three different bark? kinds so i'm hesitant to go bark just because we have the brittle but like i have peppermint meltaways which are on a number of cookie lists i have peppermint biscotti which i kind of like the little twist up of adding biscotti in there as a cookie and then uh we always used to just make peppermint chocolate cookies uh sure. which was like a classic around our house but 
I'm, uh, I'm willing to go biscotti. Biscotti yeah, as I a like, Christmas cookie works. I like the curveball of biscotti. So let's go. We're going to stick with that. Sure. All right. So those are our nine. And we got to get them on this chart. All right. Well, I think the first one is pretty freaking easy. Okay. I think Where are you sugar, going? sugar cookies are true neutral. I was I'm right on board. That is about as unoffensive as you can get. Right. So this, for everyone playing along at home with your nine by nine grid, this is your free space. This is yep. right in the middle. Uh, this is neutral on the good and evil axis. And this is neutral on the lawful or chaotic axis. And I'm going to tell you why. They can be anything you want them to be. You can frost them. You can put yep. sprinkles on them. You can dust them with powdered sugar. At the end of the day, it's a very simple sugar cookie dough that is adaptable and versatile. Yeah, it's a blank. It's a blank canvas. It's uh, it's anything that you want to make it. It's no yep. one's favorite, but it's no one's least favorite either. Right. Like, I'm not like I'm not skimping on the sugar cookies when I pick up a plate of cookies at the family mm-hmm. gathering or whatever. But I'm also like not going to go out of my way to be like, damn, these are what I want. Yeah. Right. However, a and a much like a very good true neutral player, if a player if a player figures out how to role play true neutral, a good sugar cookie can blow yeah. your mind. <laughs> Does well. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. I think we're there. I think we're both on the same page. And I kind of knew that that's where that was going to end up. But it has to be on the list. Right. I mean, it's just got to be there. So yep. sugar cookies true neutral. It makes a lot of sense. Easy. That's going to be the easiest one we have today. <laughs> yeah, because now I'm ready to fight. Gloves are oh, off. Oh, boy. Uh, let's go. Do you want to pick a, an alignment first, or do you want to pick a cookie and try to place it? Ooh. I almost want to pick an alignment first. Okay. So what alignment do you want to go to next? you want to start at the top of the grid and go let's, lawful let's good? Let's start lawful good. Okay. Lawful good cookie on this list. Um, unyielding in its ways. Uh, but, I mean, I kind of take good to mean that it's like, I don't know, enjoyable in that extent, see, which no, is kind see, of weird. See, I, I was falling into that fallacy too. We can't mm-hmm. do that because good versus evil has no bearing on the flavor or taste of the cookie. Good versus evil is a vibe. It's the energy of the cookie. Yeah, that's fair. It's, it's what type of mood does it bring to the Christmas or holiday spirit? All right. Well, here's what I'm going to say then. I'm going to go lawful good in my mind as a shortbread cookie. A they shortbread are cookie. Okay. A shortbread. They are pretty unyielding in their nature. It, they don't have much bend. They are not soft. They are hard and brittle. Uh, but I mean... What gives you better good vibes than a, a shortbread cookie with a little sprinkle on it, just like buttery and ready to go, ready to be dipped in that coffee the way that the God intended and and enjoyed? I hear you. I'm gonna, <laughs> Gloves I'm, are off. I'm not Somebody saying you're ring wrong a bell. because it's a good argument. However, mm-hmm. I I have to go with. Um, I have to go with gingerbread for that. No way. Gingerbread is lawful. Good. Hear me out. It's unyielding. Mm-hmm. It, 
if you if you eat a bite of gingerbread cookie, it's gingerbread, right? It's ginger. It's a ginger cookie. Yeah, ginger does not the the taste of ginger does not give me good vibes in a cookie. No, but it gives you very distinct like letter of the law vibes. If there's ginger in something, you know it. Like yeah, a, that's a, honestly gingerbread in my head is the lawful evil cookie. Ooh. That doesn't make it a bad cookie, but no. it is like full in on ginger all the time. Still unyielding, still lawful. And people either love it or hate it. Yeah, it it can definitely rub you the wrong way. But it doesn't care. No, it doesn't. It's still, it is fuck yeah ginger. It's all in on ginger. And and it is unapologetic. It is mm-hmm. unyielding. And Knows what it is. Self-identity. Lawful oh, leisure ginger, gin, lawful gingerbread, evil ginger, gingerbread. Gingerbread cookies are a confident cookie. Oh, like, they do a, not fuck around. That's a bold flavor. All right, you convinced me. Lawful evil. Plus, you put those like gumdrops on them and shit. You always dress no, no, up no, the no, gingerbread. No, you can't. You can't do that. No, no, no. Oh, I would argue you almost have to for a gingerbread cookie. Throw some powdered sugar or some sugar on there. You know, just like a lawful evil player will hang out with the rest of the party and you know maybe they'll be altruistic a dictator might even throw a parade and throw coins into the crowd (laughs) never mind that the coins hurt the people still want them i do like that we wound up with gingerbread at lawful evil i feel like my mission's complete that's where it needs to be (laughs) i'm very very happy with this all right gingerbread lawful evil but i don't think shortbread's lawful good though that's fine and I'm willing to yield that. Shortbread's too close to neutral flavor to be okay. either way. Um, I don't. I don't hate that. I I would almost say that. Ooh, this is tough. I think rum balls gotta be on the evil side. They're on the evil side for this much for the same reason. I feel like gingerbread is on the evil side. We're going to bounce around here. This is going to be... <laughs> Man, Lawful Good is so distinct, though. that This is your knight in shining armor, your Galahad, your your paladin. This is your, your samurai with their coat of honor. Mm-hmm. What cookie does that? I mean, for me, it's a shortbread. But I, I hear you on what you're saying. But for me, that is a shortbread cookie. It's dedicated to being dunked in coffee and being just that buttery vanilla goodness that you're always expecting from a shortbread cookie. I'll take I'll even take neutral good on this, but I don't know if it's it is pretty lawful, but no, I, I only say it, lawful because they they always are what the I mean they're always the same. They they differ from a sugar cookie in that way that a shortbread is extremely distinct and are true exactly what they always are now i hear you on the good versus neutral i absolutely recognize that this could be lawful neutral on a shortbread cookie i think we'll go we'll go lawful good for shortbread i can i can concede that we're gonna go also i could also hear you out for peanut butter kisses as the lawful good uh, that's what i wanted to say as lawful good but solid i think i think the fact that it's peanut butter and chocolate Mm-hmm. gets it out of the lawful territory. 
but it's always just peanut. It's for this because I would make the argument that a Reese's peanut butter cup would be like lawful good. It's it's always that same formula. It's that reliable. I mean, this is a peanut butter cookie with one Hershey's kiss kiss on it planted in the middle. (laughs) Like, Don't fuck around. (laughs) Let's go. Let's go lawful good. For the peanut okay. butter kiss cookies and lawful neutral for the shortbread. Also, I feel like just to elaborate our argument for the lawful good peanut butter kiss, uh, I really think that generally speaking, those are snatched up pretty quickly off the cookie tray. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, like people people enjoy those things. I'm I'm all about it. Um, like I'm a peanut butter cookie fiend. Ask Emily, ask my mom. Now we are coming at this from an angle of people that don't have a peanut butter allergy. <laughs> well, there's also peanut brittle on the list. So. Uh, lawful neutral as a shortbread? Yes, because okay. it's it's unpretentious. It is un, unchanging. But again, with sugar cookie, it's not anybody's massive biggest favorite. Sure, that's that's fair. And if and if this is you, if your favorite is shortbread, let us know in the comments because I can I can understand. I love a shortbread cookie, but usually when people make them, at least in my family and my experience, they throw some other stuff in there. Like uh, Emily just made some cranberry and orange shortbread cookies. Sure, that are they were delicious, but much like a neutral player, they can kind of. Go either way, depending on what you put in them or what you dip them in. Shortbread for me always screams coffee or tea cookie. And maybe that's just my upbringing. Like our family always had a pot of coffee on. Like even when people would would like, I remember distinctly my aunts and uncles coming over and my mom being like, oh, I'll make coffee. Like it was just like a thing. Yeah. And so I don't know why. Like a fiend. (laughs) Well, probably. But I don't know why like, uh, but shortbread just screams like meant to be dunked cookie. And I think yeah. it's because they like are fucking again, oh, like dry and hard. And yep. like, they're very good for that. You soften them up a bit. They absorb the liquid. Well, and then the, I mean, the true they, neutral shortbread character is softened out and rounded out by the coffee. That is their party. Yeah, definitely. Or the I'm, characteristic of whatever they're mixed with. Yeah. I love it. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what have we got so far? We've got Hershey's Hershey's Kiss Peanut Butter Cookies as lawful good. Yep. Uh, Shortbread as lawful, or or, sorry, uh, neutral good. Uh, Oh, wait. Neutral good or lawful neutral? I might have fucking. Because I was thinking lawful neutral. Ooh. For shortbread. I kind of like that better. Okay. I think I was saying I think I was saying neutral good, but I like lawful neutral way better. Yeah. Yep. All right. So we'll put shortbread as lawful neutral because of the arguments I just made. So we've filled out the lawful column. All right. Robocop is lawful neutral. Yes. And Robocop dunking a shortbread cookie in coffee and then eating it with no expression on his face <laughs> is a vibe I can get behind. <laughs> so so yes, lawful neutral for shortbreads and lawful evil for gingerbread. Yes, we've this 
I feel like we fucking nailed the law, the lawful column. <laughs> Upon this rock, we shall build our cookie church. <laughs> and then true neutral still remains the sugar cookie. Yes. Yes. Without, without question. Okay. Now, do we want to try to go chaotic and then fill in the neutral? It's going to, I feel like it's going to be difficult for us to fill out neutral good and neutral evil. All right. Again, we are just, we are playing fuck it, chuck it football here. <laughs> um, Peanut brittle, neutral evil. Definitely. Oh, yeah, definitely neutral evil. I like it. Yep. It's only there to fuck up your teeth. <laughs> I like peanut brittle, though. It's not that I don't. I I don't hate it, but it is like every time I eat it, it's like, oh, I'm just pulling out my cavity. Like, I'm just making a cavity or pulling out a filling. Did One I just of the lose two a is crown? Yeah, right. <laughs> I also like, for some reason, anytime I snap into some peanut brittle, first of all, I always immediately regret it. It's always, it's always like, bite Brad it off, and then it's like, oh, this is glass. Like, yep. I, I forgot this is glass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but it tastes good, though. It does taste good. And, like, especially if you get... I don't I don't know. I've had better brittles than other, but if you get that right brittle, fuck yep. me, it's good. Where mm-hmm. it like becomes less glass and like actually starts to dissolve in your mouth a bit. Yep. But it is I don't want to say it's like a hostile cookie, like a hostile cookie, but it's a bit hostile. I'll, I'll go that far. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go that far for sure. There's no love. Sure. I mean there's not there's not a lot of love for me on the brittle side, but you know, I, I big, think big bad brittle walks up in your mouth and goes, "I'm here to pull out your fillings." <laughs> Look, who wins the Game of Thrones? Peanut brittle, because it always takes the crowns. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably my worst joke I've ever done. <laughs> well, we're doing a fucking podcast about cookies and alignments. I think we've, <laughs> I think we've gone past the event horizon at this point it's it's peanut brittle is it doesn't care it doesn't care who you are it doesn't care what your background is it doesn't care what you had for lunch it doesn't care what kind of dental work you've had done it is going to attack the inside of your mouth and it's the price you have to pay to get that flavor yeah and And i think i think that's what puts it in the neutral evil column it's not any particular mood or brand it's just a generalized aggression (laughs) it is an aggressive Yeah. And, you know, to your point, it is a unique like flavor. And and I I think that's kind of what's become the evil column at this point mm-hmm. is that it's like a distinct, unique thing that we're going for. Sure. Uh, and to to that point of being neutral evil, it's like you have to endure the glass chewing and the and the dental work in order to get the flavor that is peanut brittle. Exactly. Yeah. No, we're we're on the same page here. All right. So what have we got left? We've got pecan snowballs, pecan pralines, Mm -hmm. rum balls, peppermint biscotti. No. Yeah. Peppermint biscotti and chocolate cookies. Or do we, do we end up with 10 here? I didn't put anything chocolate. Okay. You had chocolate cookies in your original list. It was on the peppermint. 
the oh peppermint chocolate cookies. Never mind. Yeah, I think it's split. Text Sorry. wrap. Tech, yep. New line. Yep, yep, yep. I'm an idiot. Um, You're not an idiot. Thank you. Uh, pecan snowballs, pecan pralines, rum balls, and uh, biscotti. Okay. Uh, do you have any that you feel very strongly about? Well, we might have to, like I, we're getting we're getting close to nailing all these here. We might have to do candy alignments as a second it, half of this, this episode. No, nah, it's gonna be fine. Uh, <laughs> I think because here's where we're gonna really. St- I mean, we're getting down to the wire here. Mm-hmm. I am between, so I'm I'm going. It's easier for me for some reason, even with characters, to nail the corners yep. in the middle. The cross is what's difficult for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm immediately trying to think chaotic evil. And to me, that's either peppermint biscotti or a rum ball. That's peppermint biscotti. Okay. Chaotic evil, peppermint biscotti, much for the same reason. It's a distinct flavor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it makes absolutely no sense for the chaotic None. part. You've got a biscotti cookie that we've then shattered a fucking candy cane all over candy cane all over and glued it on top just so it can shred the inside of your mouth. Right. This, unless you are looking for this exact cookie, you're not going to want to pick this one up and put it on your plate. Much like a chaotic evil character, unless that is the exact flavor you want, they're going to be a fucking problem in your party. They they're always a problem, and they're going to be a problem on your cookie tray because you're definitely taking those fuckers home with you because right. no one's taking them, except for the one person that shows up and says, "Oh my god, I love peppermint biscotti," and grabs <laughs> like half of them, and you're like, "Ah, so you're Take the mur- you're the murder hobo in your D and D party. You are the one the DM has to look at over their glasses and be like, really? <laughs> you know, it is a good point." And and I think that's a good point with maybe any of the corners is that the people who like them love them. Yes, absolutely. They are, they are either loved or hated by yep. everyone. <laughs> now, all right, I, I'm confident in this chaotic evil option. Yep. But for some reason, I don't know why. And this is the exact podcast to make these associations on. For some reason, peppermint is lawful. And it's hard for me to put it in chaotic. And I don't know why that is. You know, that's that's really interesting because I was very close to calling it chaotic good uh, versus chaotic evil. No, no, I'm, I'm saying peppermint is lawful. Like it should be lawful evil. Oh, no, I don't like that. I don't know, man. But I, I hear you. It, biscotti, it's the... the peppermint biscotti is not chaotic good. It is way more chaotic evil. I mean, the only show, you, show your workings. The only reason I can't, I, you know why, you know why it is, is that I like peppermint biscotti. <laughs> okay, but we like peanut brittle too. Yeah, that's fair. I don't like pepper. We I don't were like just dogging it a bit there. Oh, <laughs> so. I'm, I'm dogging it a bit because I have to be in a very particular mood for peppermint, uh, sure. pepper, peppermint gum or York peppermint patties or the occasional candy cane is about all the peppermint I need. Yep. A mint julep, maybe, you know. I actually tend to go away from peppermint. Like, and I don't even know what the difference is, but we need, like, Emily to be on the podcast to explain this to me. Mm -hmm. But people are going to, like, shout at their car stereos in a second here. But I don't, I like, like, an Andy's mint. I think I like mint and not peppermint, if that makes any sense. So, you like 
or maybe you like it's like, it's like you don't like that much. sharp you don't like spearmint yeah. wintergreen no you i like do it. like spearmint but i peppermint's worse okay peppermint's sweeter than spearmint can i tell you an embarrassing story now that i think about this I mean, me and everyone else listening. If you yeah. only want it to be me, you should wait till we're done recording. <laughs> don't bring that. Don't bring that up. It's easier for me to just tell you, and it happens to be recorded. Okay. Uh, <laughs> then uh, no one else is listening, Cody. Don't worry. In grade school, as in second grade, Miss Finkbeiner's class. Shout out. Uh, they, the the local paper came in, and they were looking to have some kids that they could interview for a what's your favorite candy before Halloween. And they were going to publish this thing as like, hey, go buy this candy for the kids, right? Sure, 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 sure. And so all they did is they picked like 10 kids or something. I don't even know. They picked a certain number of kids. They went into the office for 10 minutes and you just Mm -hmm. waited. You went in and they were like, oh, what are you going for Halloween? This Going as for Halloween this year? And you would tell them what your costume was. You know, you're five, six. I think I was so second grade. So I'm what's seven years old eight um so you know you're a little nervous gun shy they've already told you it's the paper uh, and you're like oh my god the paper because when you're that yeah. young like the paper is a cultural institution yeah like for sure like for sure the, the paper gospel truth especially <laughs> like, in small town america like oh I mean, man uh, how many a, like how, how many times did did your parents say oh you better behave or you're going to end up in the papers or something <laughs> like that. Like you didn't like you didn't want to get in the paper unless oh, it was I wanted really it. good. I wanted this bad. I was okay. like so excited. And that is part of the problem of this story. Okay. Because I go in, they ask what I'm, what my costume is. I tell them whatever. And then they're like, remember what it was. I don't remember what it was. Okay, sorry. I don't mean to keep cutting you off. No, I apologize. I think I was Zorro that year. Oh, hell yeah. I, I'm 98% confident I was Zorro that year. The Antonio Banderas Zorro? I I just, I remember I had a mascara mustache. mustache? Uh, so, yeah. so fucking cool. And the, uh, the, mask. Thing over, the mask over my eyes. And it was the best. I had a little plastic rapier. It was the best. They let you so, bring that to school back then? God damn. Yeah, they did. They <laughs> Small did. Small town Michigan, I guess. Hey man, it was, you know, the early 2000s. Nobody, there were no rules. Nothing had ever happened. No rules, just right. Actually, it wouldn't even been the 2000s yet. No. It had been the late 90s. (laughs) Fuck, I'm old. Um, So, anyway, I'm in there. They, the next two questions are what's your favorite candy Mm -hmm. and what's your least favorite candy? Oh, boy. They might have worded it, what is your what would you like to get during how for Halloween? And what would you not like to get for Halloween? Is I think how they worded it. Are you the reason we have good and plenty still? No, it's so much worse than I completely panicked. I was so Twitter pated. (laughs) So I said that in, in my, in my Halloween candy, I wanted peppermint gum and I didn't want peppermint candy. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Holy shit. <laughs> That's and amazing. They published it. And they published it. Oh my and God. I will never forget. It's so embarrassing. It's Are like, I think about that sometimes and I like shudder. Cause I'm like, what an idiot kid that they published <laughs> that he wants peppermint gum and not peppermint candy. Well, all right, dude. All right. You're talking to somebody who like my least favorite feeling is embarrassment, right? Mm-hmm. Like 
and I know nobody likes being embarrassed. Like my fucking ears are hot right now. <laughs> like, I'm I, I feel you. I hate being embarrassed. And like I've talked about this with like my parents and friends mm-hmm. and Emily. Like it bothers me way more than it seems to bother other people. So like that's why I was telling you, like, you don't have to tell this story because I'm <laughs> empathizing because my brain will do that shit. Like mm-hmm. it'll it'll pop random memories into my head and be like, hey, numb nuts, remember? <laughs> yeah, when you, you remember this? Remember this little thing you did when you were four years old, dipshit? Yeah, how's that fucking feel now? And I'm like, I'm just trying to get my work done yep. at my desk, like during the work day. Why do I have to think about these kind of things? No. Oh, like, fuck. so what I'm telling you is the newspaper probably thought it was adorable. And I'm sure folks got a good laugh out of it, not at your expense. They oh. probably thought this kid is just. It being- had a picture of me. That yeah. was the other thing. They took your picture and it was underneath <laughs> oh, it. No. And peppermint gum, no peppermints. <laughs> Fuck. I think my mom probably still has it. Like, if I wanted to find it, I probably could. Cody, it's okay. Damn. Uh, that's a wonderful story. I know it's embarrassing, but God, I, I think that's a wonderful story. I feel my stomach right now, but it... I, if, Talking about peppermint here made me think of this because, and in the way that my core memory unlocked for some reason, my, my taste has like always been like that where it's like peppermint, like the little circle peppermints Mm -hmm. fucking hate them. But -hmm. you give me a York peppermint patty. I'm fucking there. I'm so in. I don't, I'm blanking on the name of this kind of mint. It's not like a peppermint. It's like a sweeter mint. Yeah, they have like the Italian sweet mints or whatever, and yeah, they yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. melt in your mouth and stuff. Good. Those are yep. certified Cody peppermint. Cody approved. Th- yes. That's not a peppermint candy. But and candy canes are somewhere in they're on the they're on the spectrum and yeah. towards the low end. All right. We're we're danger we're crossing into candy alignments because I think that's <laughs> gonna have to be the second half of this episode because we're close on the cookies here. All right. I'm struggling with rum balls. Chaotic neutral. Ooh. Anything, anything with rum. Pirates are chaotic neutral. Rum balls are chaotic neutral. I mean, that's fair. Can't fault my logic, dude. It's flawless. Come at me. I got every angle covered. <laughs> what if? Why we... are the rum? Oh, why are the rum balls always gone? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate a rum ball. That made me want to make. That made me want to put them in chaotic evil. Yeah, but you can't, you can't though, because there's somebody who likes them. And then, like, halfway they do, through... The, they do go away. They yep, do get eaten. They, they get eaten, and then, like, halfway through the party, your drunk uncle goes, Rumbles. <laughs> that was my nickname in high school. <laughs> God, I love dad jokes. <laughs> anyway. Oh, so good. The, the, anything with rum, anything with rum in it has almost got to, like, guaranteed to be chaotic. And they're neutral because... You know, they're not necessarily for everybody. They're hardly a cookie, really. Right. No, they're not. They're, uh, but damn, they're good, though. They are like, good. Some folks can roll them in white chocolate or roll them in like coconut shavings. They're customizable. They can do anything sprinkles, uh, whatever, whatever you want, powdered sugar. Yeah, you get a lot of pow- powdered sugar on a rum ball. And, you know, I don't hate a powdered sugar rum ball. Um, 
But much like a chaotic neutral character, they can fit in with a lot of parties. I was just going to say, like, a rumball can even be at, like, a fancy, like, dinner party type thing, almost even. Well, wasn't like, that what the dessert at the rehearsal dinner was? Was, like, a little rumball-esque thing? I think it was, yeah. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> it can You can dress up a rumball. Who knew? Hey. You can lead a horse to a rumball, but you can't make it. I thought Wait, for what? sure rumballs were going to get dunked on here, but you're fucking right. Chaotic neutral rumball. All right. That leaves us now with neutral good and chaotic Pecans. good. <laughs> Pecans are apparently good in our They are. <laughs> in our they minds. are. <laughs> and I think, I think pecan pralines have to be chaotic good. Chaotic, right. They had to be on the chaotic scale for sure. Because yep. they... I mean, you never get the same mix. They're just thrown in and covered with chocolate, basically. Well, now, hang on. Yep. Pecan snowballs are similar vibe to rumball. To rumball, I know. So I think maybe those have to be chaotic good. I think the the praline has to be on the chaotic spectrum, though. Are you saying ball form factor isn't what makes something chaotic? I don't think so, but apparently having pecans does make you good. I mean... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I love, I love, like, all of these cookies on this whole list. Like, I'm not going to not eat them. Like, if a Christmas cookie is in front of you, even if it's not your favorite... Unless you're like allergic to coconut or some shit, yeah. that's the last thing you're or gonna eat. Peanut butter or whatever. Oh yeah. yeah, you're always gonna pick one up for right. sure. It all just depends on what's left. Like, and you're just gonna take your pick from there. Sure, I, I'll get. I'll go pecan snowballs for for neutral, I guess, because you know they're neutral good. I mean, yep, they're, neutral good. Yeah, I mean they're generally agreeable. They're inoffensive. Mm-hmm. they're not pretentious they don't have a lot going on they're fairly straightforward is it weird i want to call them reliable they are very reliable and they're always like right on brand yep. they are you know exactly what you're getting when you pick one of these little shits up you're getting a dry mouth and a yep. bit of pecan flavor yep. and that's it I mean, yep. that's that's how it goes and you know for some people that's in i imagine it's the same people who like a powdered donut it's the same idea. It's just a dry mouth, a little bit of flavor, and you got to wash it down with again coffee. You got to right. do it. I like I like a pecan snowball in the same way that I like a powdered sugar donut better than no donut. Sure, definitely, <laughs> right? definitely like, better than donut. No donut for sure. Right. Better than shouting into the void. Better than no donut. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, all right, so. Are we are we fairly well agreed on this list then? Did we did we nail it? Surprisingly, I think we fucking crushed it. Yeah. All right, so I let's let's go it. Let's go through it for the folks playing along at home so they can fill out their charts. Uh let's start with the lawful column, then we'll go neutral, then we'll go chaotic. Okay. So oh. lawful. lawful. Lawful good. We have peanut butter kisses. Yep. Lawful neutral, our shortbreads. Lawful evil, gingerbread. Yep. Uh, neutral good. We have pecan snowballs. Yep. Uh, true neutral sugar cookies. Neutral evil peanut brittle. 
chaotic good pecan pralines. Uh, if you're from the south, we're not even close uh, on how we pronounce that. Uh, pecan ca- pralines. Pralines, yeah, fucking drives me nuts. Uh, chaotic <laughs> neutral is a rum ball, and chaotic evil is peppermint biscotti. And there you have it, folks. Um, now we're only at about forty-five minutes here, Cody. Yeah. I don't know if we need to fill out a whole grid of candies Mm -hmm. because that might double the length of the episode, but I think we could take some popular Christmas candies and throw them at the alignment chart and see what sticks. I mean, a gumdrop has to be lawful evil, in my opinion. Just a gumdrop or like a snowdrop, like covered in the little white speckles? Or if you're just talking a gumdrop. Gumdrop. It's basically the evil cousin to a dot. Well, right. And I mean, I would argue dots are lawful or neutral evil anyway. So let's let's go. We can go lawful evil for a, a gumdrop. <clears throat> I mean, they go along with gingerbread also is where I was going with that. See, but I don't like them together. I like them both separate, but I don't like them together. That's absolutely bizarre. I know. that That is peppermint and peppermint gum, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> To quote to, to quote a to quote a mutual friend of the show goes by the online handle of Fallen. He's like, Mike, I just listened to to you when you talk because you have the most dog shit takes I've ever heard, and I'm astounded at how bad your takes are. <laughs> He's like, I don't even try to argue at this point. I just listen to the train wreck that are your takes on things. It's, I mean, hey, He's respect. It's yeah. fine. I don't think it's a bad take. I just, it blows my mind. They're, they go so, I mean, they go so hand in hand to me that it's hard for me to imagine not liking one and liking the other, which is why I said that it's peppermint and peppermint gum. Like, no, because gumdrops can be like strawberry or orange flavored, right? But gingerbread is always gingerbread. And ginger isn't sweet or savory okay. or sour. I'm with you. Ginger is like a neutral, spicy flavor to me. Sure. Right? Yeah, you know, I mean, it's, it's I, I hear you. I hear you for sure. It's the reliability aspect. Reli- okay, reliability is what makes it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with the alignment. I'm disagreeing they go together. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, sure, Mike, whatever you want. They're just pushed. They're pushed together. They're, they don't, your sure. argument is that they don't go together, but that the they're enemy forced of my en- on one another. <laughs> right. The enemy of my enemy. I, I, w- I would go so far as to say the act of putting a gumdrop on a gingerbread cookie is chaotic evil. Directly we're not going to gonna get into that. <laughs> <laughs> Undercook, overcook. Believe Straight it or not, jail. jail. Straight to jail. Um, candy canes. Um, lawful. Neutral. neutral. Yep. They are the same. You know what you're getting. Yep. They're always in that shape. That's what makes them lawful. Well, and they're always, they, they have the same kind of glass bullshit going on that peanut butter <sighs> does. Hate it. Yep. I think that's what I don't like. I think I just realized the peppermint conundrum. I think it's the, the glass quality. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what it is. It's the, and you know what, man, this is Cody just having revelations. This is Cody's glass revelation but i don't like kettle cooked potato chips either and i always say to carrie that it's like chewing on glass and maybe that's maybe it's just a texture thing 
Oh, man. Now, you know what this episode is opening up? This episode is opening up the Pandora's box of food alignment charts because now we got to do chip alignments. Oh, man. What I want to do, and I think I sent this to you maybe as like a, a pitch for our like fifth episode. Yeah. But the French fry alignment chart has to be done. Okay, we can do that. Maybe that'll be it, a Patreon because that one I think is going to be pretty quick. I don't think so. I think you and I picture these French fries because you don't like crinkle cuts. I know for a fact, because every time I have a crinkle cut fry now, I always think that Mike hates crinkle cut fries. I I don't hate a crinkle cut fry. I hate a school cafeteria crinkle cut fry. Okay. That's an important because they're distinction. Just, they're just mush. They're just paste. Yep. I hear you. I like a crispy, well-seasoned crinkle cut fry. But we're getting we're getting there. We'll we'll figure it out. Like, yep. uh, folks, I hope you enjoy this extended uh, free episode of the <laughs> Just Patreon. About ta- yeah, about it. this is almost exactly a Patreon episode here at the end. <laughs> yep. This is this is just how the Patreon is. Like random bullshit go. Yep. Um, <laughs> so, if candy canes are lawful neutral and mm-hmm. gumdrops are lawful evil. What about peppermint, or not peppermint, but the mint white chocolate Hershey's Kisses? Uh, oh, man, I hear you. I hear you. I'm going chaotic. Good. Here's where I'm stuck. The peppermint, to me, makes it neutral to evil. If it was peppermint gum. It, yes, God damn it. I'm never going to live this down. <laughs> I'm not uh, going to say nothing outside the pot. My ears are so hot. Come on. Um, <laughs> it, the peppermint little chunks in those things make it neutral to evil in my mind. But the the white chocolate makes it good to neutral. So I so, was leaning chaotic neutral. Chaotic. I'll go chaotic neutral, even though I really like those. Oh, I like them too. Right. And I guess I keep coming back to liking it and thinking it's good has no bearing on its place in the alignment chart. It's the energy yep. and the vibe that it gives yep. off. They're they're a little chaotic neutral. I want to say they're more chaotic good, but I'll settle for chaotic neutral. Sure. It's the um, it's the peppermint specifically the fact that it's not just peppermint flavored and that there are just little bits of peppermint in it that makes oh, and, it and the fact that it's in white chocolate too that like offsets that. Because mm-hmm. white chocolate is very mild. You know, I'm not a... It's very interesting. The two things separate, not super not into fan. either one of them. But if you put a bowl of those white chocolate peppermint kisses in front of me, I'm going to eat them. Yep. Can't help do it. it. Can't help it. Reese's peanut butter Christmas trees. Uh, top tier. For some reason, though, not as good as the as the Easter eggs. And why is that? Because they're the same thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna posit this to you. Uh-huh. Peanut butter cups are the ideal form factor for the Reese's brand. I almost disagree with that statement. And the Reese's thins are the superior form factor, where they're the thin peanut mm-hmm. butter cups. I'll agree with that. I think it's because in the pumpkins, the Easter eggs, and the Christmas trees, you get too much peanut butter to chocolate. Mm. That's interesting. 
Because I would almost argue that the final form of a Reese's peanut butter cup is a Reese's egg. And I don't know why they taste better. They taste better than any other shape. I disagree. <laughs> That's they it. taste better than Pods any over. shape. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where. Okay. <laughs> Bye everybody. <laughs> um, well, uh, agree to agree to disagree on flavor and, and taste preference, but the, the Christmas trees, they're, I feel like they're one of the worst of the shapes. I, yeah, but I also feel like, and I think it's because I think you touched on it. And I think the reason that they are one of the worst shapes is that due to their shape, you have an inconsistent peanut butter to chocolate ratio. Oh, due to the volume fluctuating as you go up and down the tree, right? As it gets wider or the top of the tree. And yep. the stump of the tree are going to have closer to an ideal chocolate to peanut butter ratio. See, this is how you can tell that Cody and I have both gone to engineering school, taking <laughs> calculus, because here I am thinking about how as the tree surface area changes, its internal volume also is going to change, mm-hmm. or other way around. As the volume changes, the surface area changes. Mm-hmm. And peanut butter is the volume, but the chocolate is the surface area. Correct. Correct. And everyone has stopped listening now, so we just got to call it something. And the best part is, if we chart this, I'm sure it forms some kind of interesting wave. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Listener's interest over time. (laughs) Just plummets. Yep. Yep. It peaks peaks during stories about newspaper articles in second grade. The worst. And it plummets whenever Mike opens his mouth. (laughs) The absolute worst. Where are we putting these chocolate... Peanut butter Christmas trees, Reese's. Um, boy, where where are you feeling? Because I've got an idea, but I think it's going to be different than yours. Neutral evil. See, man, I was going lawful good. Yeah, I can see lawful good because they are what they are. You're mm-hmm. getting you. It's a it's it's the same reason we put the peanut butter cho- kisses peanut up butter there. chocolate kisses up there because it that's what it is. All right, yeah, it's got to be lawful good. Nope. Yeah, it's it's your Galahad. You can count on them for being exactly what they're going to be every time, for better or for worse. Yep, that's what you're getting. Yep. Um Also, I think we've talked about this before. We have to have talked about this, but it's a Michigan thing. Okay. Um. You say Reese's, and you say it correctly. Correct. But there are people. There's so many. Is it just a Michigan thing? I don't yes. even think this is just I, a no, Michigan I had thing. never heard this before I went to Tech, and I have never heard this anywhere know. else in the country. I don't know. I I will disagree with this, but continue. They don't say Reese's. No. Nope. They say Reese's with a long E. I'm married to a Reese's person because, and their argument is always is that it's Reese's pieces. I can't even say it right. I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. I know. I hate it so much. It's so frustrating to even hear that. It's like, okay, well, if you get a part of anything else, like if you get a something of the pie what do you get and carrie always goes slice and i'm like fuck you (laughs) all right what about what about a single popcorn what is that called you get a piece 
Yep. And it rhymes with Reese. And also, there's a fucking apostrophe apostrophe that implies ownership. The Those individual. are someone named Reese. Thank you. Fucking thank you. Pieces. <laughs> Who's who is it? Reese. Whose pieces are they? Reese's. They're Reese's. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Whose peanut butter cup is that? Well, it's Reese's peanut butter cup. Hey, throw me a Reese's. Oh, God, that's yuck. just vile. I mean, I'm on your side here, and I know plenty of people who would fight. Like, oh, <laughs> I got in arguments at Tech about yeah. it. Like, oh, it yeah. was... The only time I've had people react more viscerally to me calling them out on something like that are when I uh, I made the wrong play in Euchre and yep. gave the other team two points. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I accidentally threw a pop can away in my first week up at Tech and everyone was freaking out, that's 10 cents, what are you doing? I used to do it on purpose. Yeah. I used to like just crush them and look around and be like, what's up? I was like, you're not bringing that pop can back anyway. Who cares? You want to go in the sticky room at the front of the mire? Nobody likes that. It's the worst place on earth. That's a hellscape. I hate the sticky room. Caught me drinking. (laughs) I I hate the sticky room. It stinks. I will pay. I will eat the money of the deposit not to fucking go in the sticky room. I know. It's that sickly sweet decaying like rotten fruit smell. Ugh. They all smell the same. It smells Every time you walk in, like pass into the airlock of the Walmart, we, of we, we talked about this at the post in the post apocalyptic currency episode. Did we really? Yes, yeah. we did. We talked we about did. the sticky, the room, sticky and... room. I fucking hate it. <laughs> oh man, we've come a long fucking way. <laughs> and you, you walk, yeah, full circle. <laughs> Some would say, Oh god, it's you like walk out of there onto the tile and your like shoes gum up. Oh. <laughs> But it's a more like a clicking, like a snapping it stickiness. Is. It snaps. Yep. God. And then and then there was always the guy that would go return his cans and then go play, like pick up basketball and get the basketball court all fucked up. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. The um, sticky room. Man, <laughs> Michigan's a crazy place. Love it to death, though. Like, Ugh. got a lot of friends up over both peninsulas. Good folks, good people. Can't say Reese's to save their lives. <laughs> Oh man, I'm trying to think of other Christmas candy. We, we we can't we can't get anything out of him. He just he keeps talking about something called pieces. <laughs> Keep trying. We'll get through to him eventually. Pieces blows my mind. It's Reese's pieces. No, it's <laughs> fucking not. All right, we've done we've done Reese's Christmas trees. We've done Hershey's Kiss peppermint. We've done the classic candy canes. Ooh, uh. Holiday M&M's, the red, white, and green, the Christmas M&M tube. True, it might as well be true neutral. True neutral, yep. It's just chocolate. It's just an M&M. Yep. They're just specific colors. <laughs> Again, Cody, not, does, Cody doesn't I, buy into the hype. I'm very mid on I'm very <laughs> mid on M&M's. Peanut butter, or uh, peanut M&M's. Yeah, much better. Mm-hmm. Are you asking me? <laughs> that I that's why I, I guess I phrased it as kind of a statement. But <laughs> yes. Um I would go up to neutral good maybe. I'll go neutral good. The neutral good cousin to the true neutral M&M. Mhm. No, that works. 
What other candies kind of scream out? Hang on. Nothing's coming to me. And I know somebody's screaming at us right now. Uh, all right. Uh, I'm just looking at this. Uh, what about what about those uh, chocolate coins that come in the fucking gold foil? That, that's got to be just chaotic evil. <laughs> those are kind of chaotic evil. Yeah, it's the worst chocolate wrapped up in tin foil that hurts your teeth if you find the like minimalist thing that doesn't come off. Yep. What about uh, Ghirardelli chocolate squares with the peppermint? Um, yep, I hear you. Uh, man, I buy those squares a lot, which is making me real hesitant, but those are also real close to chaotic neutral for me or chaotic evil even. I'd go I'd go lawful evil because they're they're very lawful in shape. Okay. Or no, they let's are... go chaotic evil. Let's put the coins in neutral evil for the same reasons as peanut brittle has the potential to hurt you. <laughs> what if it's chaotic? What if it's chaotic neutral for the same reason that a rum ball is? Cause pirates love them. You know? <laughs> yeah. Nah, tracks pirates. love it. <laughs> if you gave a pirate a chocolate coin, he'd be mad, but he'd also be happy. Yeah. Right. Exactly. He'd be like, or fuck you, this is delicious. Yarby clever. <laughs> right, Yarby clever. Like, dude, it's not even good chocolate. He's like, it's the only chocolate we have. <laughs> Thinking back, I should have gotten him some orange something or other. Ooh, oh, what about... What about what those about... chocolate oranges? Uh, not they only come out at Christmas time. They do. I disagree. I fucking love those things. Hang on. I kind of want to go get one now. I don't know that I've had one of these in a very long time. They are all right by me. Because they got that orange filling in them, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Chocolate and they, orange. But they has... break into slices like an actual orange does. It mm -hmm. comes in a circle and you got to like kind of press it and it separates. Oh, I'm, I'm seeing it on Google right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Chocolate and orange has to be in a very delicate balance or it is not good. But those little... <clears throat> the, specifically those ones that they come in like a box they're a circle and you got to break off them into yeah. break them terry's, off into little terry's pieces. chocolate orange yes they are so they fucking crush it chaotic good it's got to be chaotic good that's where it goes that's the vibe i get it's definitely chaotic a thousand percent it's chaotic sure it's got to be chaotic good damn oh, yeah. those it's, things ab are it's absolute chaos energy yeah yeah, just the chocolate and orange in general yep. is is the epitome of chaos. Would be good for pirates, the whole scurvy thing. Yeah. Is that is that like our chaotic like compass? Yeah. Is Look, that if it's a pirate? Lawful is samurai, chaotic is pirate. That's how <laughs> the world works. I don't make the rules. We should have started with that. We really should have started with that. Maybe that'll be the stinger. Maybe you play that at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Lawful lawful is samurai. Chaotic is pirate. Good is dogs. Evil is cats. People are really going to hate what you just said, but I'm, the, I'm right there with you. 
<laughs> I am right there with you. Evil, evil in this sense doesn't mean like evil. It means selfish. Right. It's yeah. It's the slither. It's the Slytherins. Right. Yeah. Like Ravenclaw is lawful. Hufflepuff is neutral. Mm-hmm. Like literally, Hufflepuff is true neutral. Like. If if you're if you're like oh, I'm a proud Hufflepuff, okay, you stand for nothing. <laughs> Hold on, the Hufflepuffs are very loyal. Carrie's a Hufflepuff. Now she's gonna really hate me that I put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> I might cut that out. <laughs> Hufflepuffs are they're the red shirts of Hogwarts. Like no, who's, who's their most famous one? Cedric Diggory. Cedric What's he Diggory. famous for? Getting fucking murked? Wasn't isn't uh fucking fantastic beasts he's a hufflepuff yeah you can tell (laughs) i can't even remember his name (laughs) case in fucking point newt's commander oh you you had to dig into your mind palace that took us just a second i was panicking i was thinking about peppermint and peppermint gum if your parents name you newt i'm sorry because you're gonna be a hufflepuff (laughs) Man, you are really taking a hard stance over like a quarter of people. I need, I need to, I need to get on my soapbox like Jeff Fox, where they be like, "If your parents named you Newt, you might be a Hufflepuff." <laughs> this is a horrible line of jokes that you absolutely have to pursue. If your favorite subject at Hogwarts was herbology, you might be a Hufflepuff. That's not bad. That's actually not bad at all. If you go into the Muggle Studies office at the Ministry of Magic for a career, you might be a Hufflepuff. If you go into the Room of Requirement and find a library, you might be a Hufflepuff. (laughs) If you go into the Room of Requirement and find nothing, you might be a Hufflepuff. Oh, Jesus, Mike. I just want to keep doing this. This is actually kind of great. <laughs> this is actually kind of really fun. <laughs> oh, man. If Let's you use it. your Nimbus 2000 to sweep your floors, you might be off above. Not not even that. <laughs> if you have a Nimbus 650, you might be a <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Me. What else? Um, Too fun. If your favorite treat from the trolley is just a plain old pumpkin pasty, you might be a Hufflepuff. If your Patronus is a church mouse, you might be a Hufflepuff. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. I love that we're just going so hard against the Hufflepuff right now. If your Patronus is just a plain old golden lab, you might be a Hufflepuff. (laughs) Oh my god. If, if a dementor comes up to you and tries to f- suck out your soul but don't find one, you might be a Hufflepuff. Oh, I'm fucking crying. <laughs> oh. Oh. And if you and if you are a Hufflepuff and you're out there listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna double down. <laughs> oh my god. I thought you I were just, just gonna like double middle finger. No, if you no, are a it, Hufflepuff out there, <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. I just, Ugh. it's just the most milk toast, bland, bo- dare I say, 
boring house at Hogwarts. No, no, it's not. We might have to cut it's some just... of this. <laughs> you, well, you're doing it. I have been defending. Uh, no, you've been piling <laughs> on. Don't you lie? No, only with the Jeff Foxworthy jokes, and those are because those were actually really good. I really enjoyed those. <laughs> we can. I mean, we can do it for other houses too. If your parents have never ever told you no, you might be a Slytherin. <laughs> oh my God! Anyway, we can we can we can record an end of the episode here. You can decide how much we want to keep and how much we don't. <laughs> well, the Jeff Foxworthy shit staying in. I can tell you that because that's fucking gold. I'm crying <laughs> laughing. Oh boy! All right, folks, <sighs> you've heard it here. We've talked everything from cookie alignments to uh, why Hufflepuff is my least favorite Hogwarts house. Um, <laughs> you never said why. I mean, I guess you did. You just said that they were bland. But Hufflepuff are oh. the saltine crackers of Hogwarts. <laughs> Man, just going in. Okay. I do not support these. I do. <laughs> anyway. Uh let us know. I cannot wait to read the Instagram comments. This week. I'm in trouble. <laughs> I'm in trouble. Oh, man. Anyway, um, folks, if you've enjoyed this episode, or if you haven't, um, let us know. Uh, first one back in a little while. We had we had a bit of a lull there in recording and traveling and everything else going on. But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, if you if you like this episode, or or if you're a Hufflepuff, uh, <laughs> let us know. Those are the two possible outcomes from listening to this. Either you like the episode, or you're a Hufflepuff. <laughs> Any anyway, get me out of here! I can't even function. <laughs> My ears done, are folks. hot from embarrassing stories. I'm laughing too hard because we've been just posterizing the Hufflepuffs. Ugh. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, until next episode, my name is Mike. And I'm Cody. And tell us where your favorite cookie falls on the alignment chart. If we got one wrong, let us know. If it's sugar cookies, you might be a Hufflepuff. I, I wasn't going to fucking say it, but I was about to say it. I wasn't going to say it, but that's what it is. <laughs>